What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the NBA show with Loro and Daniel on the Loro Antonio Sports Talk podcast show. I'm your host, Loro Antonio. Today, Daniel Nunez is with me to talk about some notes around the NBA. But, but Daniel, how's it going, man? I'm oh, doing good. How are you? Doing well. So let's start off with recapping the game sevens of yesterday in the East and West semis. Let's start off with your game, the Raptors and the Sixers. Talk about how you felt about Kawhi Leonard making that game-winning shot, and it took four bounces for that ball to get into that hoop. My gosh. Talk about a, narr- talk about a narrative, all right? So 18 years ago, I mean, I don't know if people heard about it, but like Vince Carter, like Raptors versus Philly in 2001, uh, game seven, Vince Carter goes to his graduation, comes back, misses the potential game winner, for, and then Philly goes on to move on to face the Milwaukee Bucks. 18 years later, Kawhi Leonard does almost the exact same shot as Vince Carter, bounces four times, goes in, Raptors move on to face Milwaukee. It is as if it's a, like, basketball gods have been narrating this, have been putting this in a timeline. It can't make this up. It was phenomenal. I, I heard it was the first buzzer beater, game seven buzzer beater in – NBA history and I this was the great I like I'm putting this right now this is the greatest Raptors moment ever in franchise history it sure was by looking at that shot it yeah it took, it took four good bounces to get into the hoop and let's talk about game seven of the West set semis and I knew who I wanted to win that one and that was Portland over Milwaukee but when Denver lost yesterday it showed that this Denver Nuggets team has a very bright future ahead. And for Portland, I want I think Portland is going to go out go, is going to beat Golden State tomorrow, but we'll get to our uh, East and West picks in just a minute. Yeah, oh definitely. Both teams like the, the results, no matter the result, both teams are, have already been successful. For example, Portland, they've only they they've been bounced out the first round for like I don't know how many years now. Just for them to make the uh, conference finals are success. Denver Nuggets weren't expected to do that good this season, but they went to second in the West and, you know, they, they got a living in the second round and I don't know they're the second seed, but regardless, this was their first playoff since like six years, I think. So it's both, they're both, both teams have a promise, a promising uh, futures uh, for Portland. Um, that game, Damian Little was a little bit off, but it shows like CJ McCollum because we haven't heard him that much in the playoffs. CJ McCollum went off with, I believe, 37 points. So he helped, he significantly helped with the Portland win. Yeah, he really did help with that Portland win. That's for sure with Damian Lillard right here. And also we thought we talked about Terry Stotts being on the hot seat, but I think this I think with the Portland Trailblazers advancing to the conference finals, it saved his job. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Like, yeah, we we mentioned this. We mentioned it. if he, if he gets bounced out again in the first round, this will be the end of Terry Stotts. But just for him to go on not only pass his first round, but going to the conference finals now, this solidified his job. It stayed for a few more years. Yeah, and now that being said, let's go on to the uh, two th- – let's do our picks quickly for the East and West finals. So, for the West finals, I have the Blazers beating the uh, Warriors in seven, and I have mm-hmm. the Bucks beating the Raptors in seven. And it'll be a buck. it'll be a Bucks blazers nba final showdown oh that is really because you know 
I'm kind of sick of having the Warriors go to the finals every year. I like them. They're a good team, but I just want something different, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's why I'm Mm. going for the underdog in the West this year. That is interesting, especially for the Warriors and Trailblazers. I mean, I think it all depends on if Kevin Durant, like how long Kevin Durant will be injured for, for his injury, uh, of like for that injury he had um against um against Houston. I don't know how long will that duration, how, how long will that injury go? But even with that said, like even with Durant gone and Cousin gone, right? This is basically the Warriors team. This is basically a Warriors team that made the final without Durant. Right? And so I feel like some, I feel like we somehow we somewhat like forget about that, right? They still have Curry, they still have Thompson, yeah, two I'm, prolific shooting I'm, superstars. Oh, what were, what were you saying again? Oh, yeah. Even with Durant gone, they still have Curry. I they still have Thompson. Speakerphone. That's why. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, they still have Curry. They still have Thompson. We're, we're, we're forgetting how, like, Warriors did make the finals without Durant, right? They're still a prolific super. Like, they're still a prolific team even without Durant. It's just Durant makes them much more overpowered. So I feel like they still can pull off a chance against the against the Trailblazers, but. Uh, I think it will go down to Game Seven, but I just think the Warriors will will win in the end, and I think at some point Durant will return. Yeah. So, who are your picks again for the West and East Finals? Okay, so Western, I say Warriors in seven. Um, for the East, seeing how the Raptors played against the 76ers, this this was a disappointing series. Um, and until the bench and until the superstars around Ka- the stars around Kawhi, or like the players around Kawhi, can help him i think i say the bucks at the moment win in six but that's not but like if the raptors can impress if the raptors like depth can pull like can regain back what they were good in the regular season for and not play like how they did in the 76ers i would say the raptors in seven but for now i'll say bucks i say bucks in seven and i say blazers in seven so with that being said before we preview the 2019 draft lottery what were your what are your thoughts about the Lakers hiring Frank Vogel as the new head coach of the Lakers? And what was your reaction to Jason Kidd joining Frank Vogel's staff in Lakerland? And what was your reaction to the fan protest outside of Staples Center on Friday for all the Laker fans out there? It is. I want to hear. I want to hear your reaction later on because, like, yeah, you're a Lakers fan. You're a Lakers fan, obviously. Um, we did we when we talked about when we talked about like um like the potential new head coaches head coaches we did not talk about frank vogel at all this was rather surprising for me when i first heard um i mean he's a player that you know who got eliminated by lebron three times in the playoffs they were slow he he and his pacers team was close to making the nba finals but lebron and the heat you know ups you know uh, you know uh drag down their hopes but Vogel's a respectable coach in the NBA. He's a really good defensive coach. He has experience in developing young players. For example, um, Paul George, and I can even say Lance Stevenson because Lance Stevenson was a nobody before. You know, he, he you know he played a factor. His defensive impact played a huge factor. Um, yeah. I, as for Jason Kidd joining uh, Lakerland um, as an assistant coach, it was um it was um kind of surprised with that it's just two prolific two um people who have head coach two people who have head coaches it's kind of like a comp i feel like it's more of a competition right now i don't know about you but i think it's like a competition when frank vogel's gone jason kidd's gonna step up um i mean 
Kid has some experience developing play. Look at that. This is all about developing a young talent. And Kid, I feel like he will help Lonzo ball a lot because they both play similar. Um, I don't know. Just, just I was just more interested in, in intrigued by like the Ty Lue situation, how that all unfolded. Yeah, I mean, if you look at the situation there with Ty Lue, I thought he had it, but it looked like we'll settle with Frank Vogel. And I think Frank Vogel will be the right fit for the Lakers because I think he's a good defensive mind, and I think he's going to help LeBron out. I think it's going to convince Lance Stevenson to stay in Lakerland. But my reaction to the fan protest last Friday outside of Staples Center, I was not shocked about that. But if I were – if if if, if – if I was around that area of LA, then I would for sure go down there and uh, and and express my displeasure with the front office, you know. Yeah, uh, from what I heard, it was like less than less than like fifty people, but like still, even with that, this my first take from this was it. It's like for a storied franchise from the Lakers, this was a rock. This was a this was rock bottom for them, right? When the fans are unplugged or unhappy and he organized a protest around Staples Center, that's how you know this story franchise has become a laughing stock. And you know, it's good that the fans want to like please their opinion, but in terms of if this will make an impact, I'm not too sure, but I'm glad like if, if there's one thing to take away from this, it's that the fans really care about this Lakers franchise. Yeah, pretty much. So, so do I. I care about this Laker team, and I want to see them return to glory. But I don't know how, how, when yet. But I'm kind of getting impatient with them, you know, because we missed the playoffs six years in a row, and I'm not kidding. We're in win now mode now. Yeah, especially with the fact that like the clip, like I don't, like Lakers and Clippers have been a rivalry, and like the Clippers are now looking like you know what they're the better team than the Lakers for probably like uh, like three years now by now. Three years by now, so yeah, I can I I understand how Lakers fans such as you are really um pissed off or like have this pleasure about this. Yeah, because I want a championship, and that's how the Lakers are. But I don't know when we're gonna return, but it's gonna take some time. But I have to see how we how the Lakers uh, operate this summer, and if we're gonna get a couple of superstars to build a super team. Which I'm open to a super team for the Lakers, but I just have to see what. Jeannie Buss and Rob Palinka decide, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, and here's also, a question. I want you to think tell it's... everybody on this podcast is that when we find out when Frank Bogle is going to have his introductory press conference with the Lakers, this podcast will carry a live coverage, you know? Mm, okay, I see, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So I just want to get another, like, op- like, hear another opinion from him. Do you think, do you think, um, okay, in this situation right now, do you think it's because of front like the dysfunctions between the front office, you think it's the players, you think it's the coaches? Like, who do you think, like, who do you think the protest was towards? I think the protest was towards the front office. And another question that we have for you is, um, do you see the Lakers now trading for Paul George since now they have Frank Vogel as their head coach? Oh, I don't know. Think of that. Um, oh, man. Who, I mean, the question is, who are you going to give up for Paul George, right? Are I'm you going to give up the young? I just want to get some opinions here. But I just don't think the Lakers will part part with a lot of their young core. That's what I'm concerned about when we make trades, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Paul George, I mean, he had a really impressive season with uh, the Thunder. Like, he, I say he was the better player than Westbrook. So his stock and his tra- – I mean, if he was in the trade uh, market, his trade value went up. So that means you're going to give up 
who knows how many players from your Lakers. He's, Paul George will be almost at the exact same value as Anthony Davis. And we saw the whole thing that happened with the Anthony Davis drama back in February. Oh, so that was, I don't, that was annoying. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think the Lakers should even consider it because I don't – because that – I feel like that played a huge part in the dysfunction between – dysfunction in the Lakers in the latter half of the season. Yeah, for sure here. So now that being said, now with that being said, everybody, um, let's talk about uh, let's talk about the 2019 NBA draft lottery preview. So questions for you here. Where do you think the Lakers will land in the NBA draft lottery? And do you see and is the New York Knicks the number one pick a done deal already? Um, I'm just going to stick by the draft odds because anything I mean, it's a lottery. Anything can happen. Right. Some people like like a person like. Even a per, even like a team from fourteen has the chance to make a one. Who knows, right? Even though it's really, uh, even though it's really, um, you know, uh, like low chances. But anything can happen in a lottery draft, right? It's lottery. So I'm just gonna stick by what the numbers show and say Lakers will be around the tenth, around the tenth pick. I'll say that. Um, uh, in terms of one to three, one to three, I think, and and in the best interest of the NBA, New York. Should get, we'll get the number one pick, but with the with the changes that happened in the lottery with the lottery job, I think it was last year. If you look at the statistics, the numbers, both like from teams one to three, they have the same odds at make at getting the number one draft at fourteen percent. So that means New York can have New York has fourteen percent, Cleveland has fourteen percent, and Phoenix has fourteen percent of making that of getting that first round pick of getting that first uh, pick in the NBA. So it who knows what's gonna happen, but I. But judging by what I think, like I said, the best interest in the NBA, I will say I think that New York will get the first pick. And I think the Lakers will land 10th or 12th in the draft because I think anything can happen there, you know? Yeah, yeah. I have a question. I have a question to ask you guys. Did you, like the like, like I said, the whole lottery um, odds, dip, like changes from, because a few years ago it would be the first, like, the, the worst team gained the 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 you know the best chances at the first round pick, but now with this with like starting last year, it was the first the first like the bottom three worst teams having the same percentage of getting the first round. I mean the first pick. Did did you did you like that change? I have to see what happens here. I mean, it, th- those changes are kind of weird to the lottery, you know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Adam Silver did this for the sole purpose of like pe- like teams tanking. If you want to tank to be the first to to be the worst team to have higher draft to have the first draft, it's not going to happen because the three to the bottom three have the equal chances. But I don't know. It's 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 really weird. It's really weird to be honest. I don't know. I think tanking is just more like a strategy. You're give you're sacrificing something for the greater good, right? You're still giving up something. You're giving up potential like sales you're giving a potential fan but at the same time you're trying to better your team so that's what that's what i thought like how tanking would be a a a, a wise strategy yeah absolutely so that being said final thought today is uh i i can't wait to find out when frank vogel has his press first press conference with the lakers yeah, it'll be interesting to see um, what he will say, especially with the whole like how he would coach LeBron and all that. My final NBA thoughts of um, I'm I'm still trying to get used to uh, Kawhi Leonard's game winner. I I'm still in shock. I'm still in awe. Yeah, that was a very that was a really good shot right there. So that being said, I'll talk to you next week and have a good day. All right, you too.